0: Hey, these things don't leak, do they?
1: Leak? Hell no. These things were made by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs>
0: All right, we're here for '80s Tear and a Track, Episode Two. Now, I know I said I was going to read all the questions and the answers, but uh, Episode One's not up yet, so we're doing Episode Two before we even have Episode One live. Hopefully, people like it, and we'll read Episode uh, Episode Three. We'll read the questions from the first, maybe first two videos. I don't know how it's going to work. Whatever questions, comments, everything like that. So we still do want to know the the song combination for Nightmare on Elm Street, but uh, this one we have something special. It's a movie that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I've covered this movie a million times. Yeah, 1984 classic. It is Dan O'Bandon's Return of the Living Dead. The long history about this movie, connections to Night of the Living Dead, um... John Russo connections, all sorts of things like this. I've covered this on the 22 Shots of lose Horror Podcast. We did the whole franchise. I wish we didn't have to do part four or five, but we did. And also I've covered this on my show um, with Jeremy. I've also talked about it in the best of 1985 on the 22 Shots. So I talked about this movie to death. I absolutely adore this film. It is my second or third favorite horror film, favorite film of all time, so this is going to be less about me talking about Return of the Dead and me kind of just asking Brandon how he feels about it, being a huge 80s fan, and that kind of interests me in a lot of ways. But the movie is a Stone Cold classic. I think it actually plays on you know, a pre-existing movie, making both of them better, which uh, Jeremy said at one point I completely agree. The way that it plays on Night of the Dead brilliantly, it's a horror comedy. It's, um, it's funny while you watch it, but if you were in the situation, you'd be acting exactly the same, you'd be absolutely horrified. So, uh, yeah, let's just hop into how Brandon feels about The Return of the Living Dead. So, this was the first time you? Yes, yes. Have you had, yes. Have you heard about this one before? Of course I have.
1: Yeah. I, I watched the second one before the first one, which is how you're supposed to watch movies, right? Yeah. Some, watch them out of order. There is a
0: chance that I saw the second one before the first one, too, I think. Well, my friend did. I showed yeah. my friend two, and then when I went to show him one, he was like, how come the zombie's not flipping them off? Because <laughs> we, we were like 12.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved it. Honestly, um, from the movies we've been watching, this yeah. is probably my favorite one so far. That's a good. One. Um, yeah. I love how it's it's campy, but it's funny. It's, it's, it's all of it. I yeah. love it. I love it.
0: Do you like how it plays on the rules of a previous established movie? Yes. That fucks with you? Like So yes. when he, he hit the brain at first, were you just like, oh, mm-hmm. ah! shit. Yeah. Fucking great! Yeah. Like, did you out, read, yeah, did you think it was gonna work like Night of the Living Dead at first? I kinda did. I yeah.
1: thought it'd be one and done and it'd be like, dead. Yeah. Um I <laughs> I really like how um I think this is the only horror movie I've ever seen so far, especially in the 80s that's referenced to an like a, an actual horror movie that exists in the real world. Yeah. That I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah, yeah, it takes a yeah.
0: pre-existing movie and it plays into like it it makes it like a legend. It works into right. a legend. Which is crazy because, like, initially, like, when George Romero and John Russo, they both worked on The Living Dead, made it, they split up. Russo got the rights to Living Dead. So he had like oh, okay. a story and okay. this, he was developing okay. this. And then it didn't really go as planned. Toby Hooper was going to direct this Texas Chainsaw Massacre director. Oh, really? And it went to Dan Dan O'Bannon. And Dan O'Bannon wrote Alien. Okay. And he, okay. he worked with Carpenter okay. on Dark Star, John Carpenter. So he has like this comedic flair. So Dan sure. O'Bannon made it like this. Dan O'Bannon okay. was a screenwriter. he did done a bunch of great work with Dead and Buried and stuff. But he had never really directed anything. And he only ended up directing two films. Both are great. This one is, is better, but... It's just very strange. It's kind of a very short lived directing career, but amazing mm. work. Um, who's your favorite character in this film?
1: Mm, I would have to say, oh, and you're going to ask this, and I knew I was going to forget every Ernie? single person. Yes. I thought you so. already yeah. knew. I knew it was already. You already knew. Oh!
0: Get it off! 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 Get off!
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, honestly, I love all the characters yeah. um, except the deal with the Mohawk. Not Suicide but Not Scuzz. Yes, yeah, Scuzz. And, and it's funny. He was, he was.
0: Whatever. You know what's funny? He I didn't tell it. you this while we were watching <laughs> it. But the funny thing is, I have a disdain for Scuzz because years down the line, he's actually in the first Return when The first three. Oh, is he? So he's in part two and three, very small really? roles. Very okay. tiny roles. Okay. But okay. the thing about okay. Scuzz was, he actually worked with children at one point and he got in trouble for, like, molesting a kid. Oh, shit. So, like,. I always like after I found that out. Like I, well, I, yeah. I also realized he's the worst character in the movie. So it just yeah. like worked out good. Okay, so, so yeah, did you like pick uh, up on his vibe? Yeah, I did not <laughs>
1: like him, and now that makes total sense. That's shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, but no, I. Oh, the character's really fun though. Yeah, I yeah, and I was really excited. to See, I didn't know that uh, Lena Quigley was in it. Yeah, I, did. I had no idea. I kind of sure was that. confused. You. Uh, you I, I did not Linnea, know. You
0: know who Lena Quigley is? I do, want to but I don't. Know, yes. Yeah, I... That's like knowing Elvis Presley, but not knowing the Heartbreak Hotel.
1: (laughs) Don't come for me, please. I know. No. I know. I know. She's (laughs) a huge icon. She really is.
0: Anybody that ever saw that Tombstone dance as a kid (laughs) was changed from it, no matter what. I don't care. I don't care who you are. You were changed from the Tombstone (laughs) dance. I swear to God. Um, Oh, yeah. So, um, like, uh, as far as, did you like the mixture of, like, the punks and, like, the old guys? It was very strange.
1: Yeah, and I also liked how there's also some, like, People I think are look very like kind of um what's the word I'm looking for like very like uh, what's the word I'm looking for not punk or pop like not, uh, you know talking about you don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about do I know what I'm talking about no I don't no, I don't T- I don't, T- know. T- I don't Tina, the look sense. of
0: Tina I'm like very TV like
1: preppy preppy that's the word I'm looking for how preppy. do I not
0: know I know a preppy is, I'm the yes, guy that's
1: but but. Yes, but um, I like the how the mix of everything very 80s. Yes, yes. Like a whole mix of 80s from all different walks of life, right there.
0: What's funny is, is Daniel Banner really didn't know shit about punk music. Like he was an mm-hmm. old, he was an older mm-hmm. guy, but like for some reason it all works. And like it works perfectly. Yeah. And, and even guys like John Russo, who worked on like I said initially the early projects of it, he's like I'm not a big punk rock guy. He's an old guy. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, but it really works with this movie. So it does. It does. It, it really, really does. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love. I loved it. It was so much fun to watch all of it from start to
0: finish. <laughs> and did you about have a heart attack? I didn't register. I knew the soundtrack by heart, and I know your Stacey Q's your favorite When It was SSQ, yes. and you're like, "That's Stacey Q. I I was like, What? Yep. I was I didn't, very I didn't, I'm so dumb. I don't know shit. I didn't know yeah. if SSQ was Stacey yeah. Q.
1: I had yes yeah, So like before she was solo, she yeah. had a little uh, band, and that was SSQ. Yeah, they have that song. Um, I knew I knew that song before I've ever seen this f- yeah, film, yeah. but I'm like, oh my god, I know that.
0: <laughs> That was really cool. What's your favorite quote in the movie?
1: Oh, there's so many quotes in that movie. Um, My favorite... hmm. Come back to me on
0: that. You don't have a favorite? I I don't have a favorite one. Uh, There's too many. So you like Ernie's your favorite. Ernie. And then uh, Frank. Frank, yeah. yeah. I love the foreshadowing Mm. of Frank.
1: Oh yeah, this entire movie is so much foreshadowing.
0: The, the, for sure that, um, and the rigor mortis. The rigor mortis, yeah. Yes. Do you, do you know that Frank actually, his, his in the script he was supposed to like, um, die. Really? And then become the zombie, like a turn full, mm. and then be running out like in the cold rain with the rest yeah. of the zombies, and he was just like, that. So yeah. James Cameron, the actor, was like, "Hey, how about I just like burn myself in the crematorium?" That was his idea. <laughs> really? Yeah.
1: Really. I thought that scene was actually kind of sad.
0: It's very sad. <laughs> Unfortunately, when we put, I, I got the new four K from Screen Factory, I noticed that there's a lot of different soundtracks. I always like the version where they play "Burn" by Rory. Mm. And, what is it, Erickson? Rory Erickson, I think. Yeah. It was. They play "Burn" throughout the entire burning when he burns in the crematorium, and, that and makes the, sense. The, the generic. The tone, the generic sound, when you, whichever one you put on there, the mono, the original, it's not on there. They, they, they didn't do it again. So yeah. I feel like they, I don't know why, yeah. I always thought that was the original. On my VHS, it was that way, so I don't yeah. fucking know. So maybe yeah. Screen Factory fucked up. It wouldn't be the first time, and it won't be that. the last time. Yeah. Maybe no. I'm just wrong. Yeah. I doubt it. So uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Anything special? The ending, I know, is, is all the zombie movies, yeah. they usually...
1: Yeah. You know, they I mean, that. honestly, what I really liked about this movie was that, like, if, I'm like... <laughs> felt as the film progressed, I kept saying like, oh shit, that's kind of scary. Like watching them like run and be able to like talk and like, and just like, there's no mercy. You can't escape them. Like once they see you, you're, you're, you're gone. That's it.
0: (laughs) The thing about Daniel Bannon is he's very funny and witty, but he's also very nihilistic. He's mean spirited in the best kind of way. Almost in like a, Eh, fuck it, kind of way, yeah. which is really fun. It's not exactly like as, as nasty as something like a seventies movie. Sure, or sure. Downbeat, but it's very funny at the same time. It's funny, yeah. Almost like a Heather's kind of humor. Oh, it's a
1: very, like, it's a very dark comedy. Yeah, it's very yeah. dark comedy. Very dark. For sure. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. have
0: a good outlook on humanity. Does not.
1: Does not. At the ending, really, I was like, oh, they're just, they're just gonna kill everyone. That's, that's honestly fine. That's well, totally mean, fine. I mean, but else you do. What? I mean, because a- I mean, they're, they're fucked anyway. So like. Most everybody in this movie Is so perfect
0: Like I said yeah. Nadia Quigley Is not like She's not like An actress where it's Just like I'm gonna win Academy Awards But yes. she's like
1: But she's t- she de- she dedicated To her role She's
0: like the She's a scream queen But she's yes. like this The yes. best campy Scream queen of all time. Absolutely like, She's, she's right. like uh, Everybody loves Nadia Quigley
1: Yes so of course
0: Yes. But uh, did you want to talk about the music or do you want to talk about the movie a little bit more? Like I said, um, i talked about this movie to death. So I bet like, you have. I yeah. bet you
1: have. So let's just get to the song. All right. I, um, I just wanted to hear your thoughts. Basically. So, yeah, oh, so if you have I any your thoughts on the movie. Yeah, no. I like,
0: Any details, anything like that? I just
1: loved how it was like something I. Because it had the classic elements, I think, of like an 80s horror movie. Like, I yeah. absolutely love the soundtrack. Yeah. That's perfect. Of course I do. Yeah. Um, but I really liked how it really, like. Reference other like it reference like Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. I've never seen a horror movie from the eighties do that. <clears throat> I don't know if I've seen any horror movie do that.
0: That's the funny thing is like I, I know it's not the same as Scream, but mm-hmm. people are always like Scream, screen, Scream, Scream. And I'm just like, sure. what's? I, I know yeah. it is a reference point, but there's so it many is, other things that yeah. do that too. Exactly. And it's just I know that yeah. it wasn't direct. Yeah. it's just such a strange yeah.
1: thing. But yeah, so, absolutely. What was the song okay. you were thinking about? So um, in honor of SSQ being in this film, I'm choosing a Stacey Q song entitled The River. Um, it's off her second album from 1988, and I just—it might be a little on the nose at some points, too direct, not too interpretive, but a lot of it also is. Um, as I said in the first video we made, Stacy Q is my absolute favorite, so super excited to hear uh, her music in this film. And so I figured, what other way to honor her than using this
0: song for this for this episode? And that's yeah. Okay, so my, my prediction is I noticed two things. <laughs> I noticed the river, of course, like the river and the water and the rain, well, mostly yes, the rain for yes. sure coming down.
1: Very literal, yes. But <laughs> the
0: one thing I also noticed was the burning in a church, which is similar mm-hmm. because Frank burns himself in the mortuary, which has the chapel on it as yes. well, right? So yes, That's yes. the only two things I registered. Um,
1: that one actually, because uh, you know, I, I, we listened to the song before yeah. this, and I was like, I forgot that lyric was even there. I'm like, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Um, also, the, there's an. I have always been trying to interpret the song outside of this movie because if you listen to Stacey Q music, it's very pop heavy, sense, dance pop music. So, very. Most of it's upbeat. This song is very different. It's very kind of more like rock oriented than pop music, and there's a very dark message behind it. And. To me, I interpret the song to be kind of about like a toxic or abusive relationship in some way, yeah. and it kind of reminded me of uh, the relationship towards uh, Tina and Freddie, and the sense of like, like he turned into a zombie, obviously, and he's trying to kill her. And like, I thought the scene in the movie where you know she's hiding up in the attic or whatever, yeah. and he's being very manipulative, trying to get to her, and it's just like tormenting her. <laughs> Um, I think that was a very good reference to the song as well, because she's like, Can't you lift me up and rescue me? The Stacey Q song I'm referring to. Um, and I think, I know a lot also in the movie, there's a lot of people just like, everyone's just trying to survive, they're yeah. trying to rescue. So there is very literal lines like in the song, it's like, take me um, out of the rain into the, into like the shelter or something like that. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? So like, very literal, you can look at it that way but also they are really just like trying to like escape the nightmare of the reality. Um, so yeah, like I said, the song is very, um, with this choice, very literal in sense of the rain and escaping, but there is a bit more with it with like if you look at three different character viewpoints.
0: It's difficult for me to even come up with music for this because the soundtrack is so embedded in my head. Right. You got what? The cramps are in there, um, the damned mm. or the cramps, I think both maybe. Yeah, in there. that and makes sense if they were. Roy Ericsson, and then you got mm-hmm. you know, SSQ, who well, yeah. I knew SSQ, that song, yeah. I didn't know, I didn't register that was Stacey, yeah. too, which is dumb of me. Yes. And, and the voice is exactly the fucking same. It's the
1: same, but you right now. It's
0: okay. I, I mean, yeah. It's okay. the same okay. I knew the soundtrack <laughs> by heart, though, and then there's the grade 45. Mm. You know the "Do You Wanna Pop"? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, actually yeah. another version of that song. This this is the zombie really? version, and the real version is even darker than the zombie really? version. Really? Yeah, it's I love pretty that. Fucked up. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But this has got to be one of the best soundtracks. Oh, absolutely. Time, I mean, any horror film, honestly,
1: I loved it from the second the film started. Yeah. I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to really choose. Um, like, I feel like I just had to choose a 60q song. Yeah, yeah. Because there's nice. a million I could choose from, and I always want to choose like a song. I'm like, oh, I can use the songs from the soundtrack. I'm like, but well, you can't do that. That's cheating. But <laughs> but um, but no, I'm like, because SSQ <clears throat> is in this film, like I had to choose something. I just felt that like the river fit the best. I'm like, there's another song I was gonna pick by hers, uh, called He Doesn't Understand off her first album from 1986. Um, that's a lot more pop oriented. And basically the premise of that song is like, no matter like She's trying to, Stacey Q is trying to win over this guy or whatever. Yeah. And But like no matter what she does, she can't get through to him and it's like he doesn't understand. Like you can do all these things, but he doesn't understand. And so I was gonna relate it to like the characters being like, well, we, he doesn't understand like how to kill these, how to kill the zombies. Um, oh, sorry. Totally my ADD brain right okay. there. But okay. another line I really wanted to use, um, the river, was because there's a line that says dissolve you into air. Or whatever.
0: And the corpse must and the, have and very literally they the air
1: and they're like they're trying to get rid of them. And so yeah. Again, also very literal. Well they but dissolve
0: into but the air. But they were dissolved into air, yeah. And, 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 and when he says must have melted when it hit the air. Yes. So there's a bunch so yeah, of
1: yes. So thank you, Stacey Q, for helping.
0: <laughs> that that cold opened one of the best opens of ever. Absolutely. Like, you notice know, when the cameras, like when they're doing Frank and Freddy, like they keep zooming in and then cutting back and yes, zooming yes, in. Yes. a story. And then like the whole open when he shows them the whole warehouse is yes. just a brilliant moment. And just like, it takes, I don't know, like 10 minutes before the title 10 minutes before it actually off. starts, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Doof, 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 doof. yeah, And then like later when the smoke comes out again, it does the doof, doof yeah. the chimney and just the music cue alone before you even see the smoke, you're like, fuck, fuck,
1: yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's really yeah. smart
0: and really, really playful. It really in a is. Lot of yeah. Ways. And it's silly, but it's also genius.
1: Right. It's, it's, I right? do have to say, I'm surprised Tina lasted to the end. Yeah. I thought she was fucked from the beginning.
0: They definitely do, like, that's kind of the only shots that are filmed like a typical horror movie. Yes. She's like walking up to the warehouse yes. and it's a wide shot. Mm-hmm. It's very, very carpenter, yes. I would say. Yes. Right. And
1: the scene where, like, the paramedics are at the ambulance, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, there's going to be a jump scare. And, like, they're kind, it of is, but there isn't. But like, I was expecting him to come up from behind and get them, by you know, on the other side of the door. But yeah, was, those were the two stops I really remember that were very classic.
0: Yeah. Really yeah, what was your favorite uh, gore gag, if you had one? Mm,
1: I would say, honestly, um, I really so there's two, honestly. So, one I think it was really cool the one where like the cops come and they find the paramedics and like the blood's still coming out of his brain, it looked real, like realistic. Yeah, um. And then also um, <sighs> when they take the um, you know like rotting like zombie and like chain her oh, down yeah, and like her her like spine is moving and
0: you see the it, spinal fluid and shit. spinal yeah.
1: fluid like I'm like this is disgusting but awesome
0: yeah there's a lot of nice touches like that in day of the dead where they just have tiny little details that are really gross yeah. like that that are really yeah. like articulate and nasty right um so like. That's the only time I think a zombie's been interviewed on what it, why it eats, Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And I think it's also cool, there's an element in this movie that kind of plays on like the psychological aspect of the thing. Like, I think a lot of people might take comfort in being dead, because like, you don't feel pain anymore per se, but you know, then like, huh, it hurts to be dead. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The movie definitely has a com- like a, a ridiculous flair because it, sure does, it has yeah. an a, a, like an EC comic style zombies mm-hmm. because let's face it if you're in the ground you wouldn't have your eyes you wouldn't have your I first was about words. just about
1: to say that I'm like, like it's we funny understand, how they all have their eyes
0: like there's certain points in, in the Romero world you don't get buried so like your brain comes to function you can assume maybe it slows down the rotting process and the very sure. least eyes or
1: something. yeah something
0: but like. Not much, but right. still. Like as far as returning like that, there's just no justification. There's but not. Is, there's a skeleton with no muscle <laughs> and he has fucking straight eyeballs. But it's just you know, fun.
1: like so vibrant too. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta like forgive that kind of <laughs> stuff, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. Like absolutely. I can't say enough. It was a lot of fun. It's like the punk rock anthem of horror movies. Oh, absolutely! It's, sure. it's it was very fantastic. Popular. It's I one of the that. most popular movies of horror films. They always have conventions. Like the Pittsburgh Dead Convention will have like Day of the Dead, Return of the Dead stuff. Oh, that's awesome! I have to people. go to that. That's There's amazing. a bunch of people there from that. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, Clue Golger, the guy who played Burt, just died. Like last really? week. maybe this year, last year. He's Actually, I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah that's Kluh- awful. He's also in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street from. Uh, Part two from this oh, okay. year, from '85, okay. and then uh, clues in a bunch of classic movies like The Last Picture Show and some B-movies okay. like Uninvited, which are pretty funny. But no, Don Calfa is, is also passed away. James Karen, so yeah. Bert, Ernie, and Frank are all dead. That sucks. But they're old. they were older guys. But they had old, good careers. Yeah, I mean, that's James happens, Karen was yeah. in. Bader's from Mars, yeah. Poltergeist, he's in hole and Drive oh, yeah. by David Lynch. Really? Yeah, I mean they had long, good careers and they're yeah. really good at everything.
1: I do forget that these films are almost, like oh, yeah. forty years old, which Ex- is disgusting. I always think, oh, these are like twenty years old now.
0: Yeah, especially <laughs> when you're watching like the high, like quality versions. Of yeah, you, right? right. Yeah, you're not watching it on VHS. No. Um, yeah. So what do you think we should do next week? Anybody? Oh, oh wait, I want to ask everybody: What song do you pair up with Return of the Living Dead from the '80s? What song is there? I, I imagine there'll be some metal songs for Oh, sure. for sure. I, I think you not?
1: As soon as we stop filming, I'm going to think of 15 more. Metal so, or like punk songs, Yes, right? yes, absolutely. Like, I'm more pop-oriented, but there's yeah. so much out there. Oh my God, there's so much out there.
0: Yeah. So I want to know what song you guys have heard from Return of you Winnie Dead from the 80s, and any comments or questions for either of us are great. Um, You're going to have the other person ask the question... And make it awkward and weird. Whatever you guys want to do, it doesn't fucking matter. So, what movie do you think? i you pick this one.
1: Since uh, so, on. I think we talked about uh, maybe doing Phenomenon. Oh, you want that um, one? I think I do. I think I do. Um, that or uh, <laughs> Halloween Two. Since I work in a hospital, I think that'd be fun. That would be cool. There's some <laughs> of hospital
0: war movies. So yeah,
1: just, honestly, I'm like, I want to. I want to have a panic attack at work. Let's there, do it. There's one called Hospital Massacre, <laughs> aka X-Ray. I, it's not great. All right, I don't care. We're watching it, that. Come on,
0: it's not good. I don't.
1: But because it's not good, it's going to be great. You know, no. so, it's so bad, it's good.
0: I'm going to pair a fair song up with it. I don't even. It'll be like, hey, you'll be surprised. I'm like the movie is X-ray, and I'm like, it's made in '82. Let's go. We'll watch it. I haven't watched it in years. I listen. I think it technically counts as a Valentine's Day horror movie too. How romantic. Yes, and I also <laughs> remember the killer. All he does is scream, and it's very unpleasant.
1: Me, me too. Yeah.
0: You guys are practically <laughs> related. So, well, i have tried to think of other hospitals. Oh, there's visiting hours Ooh. with uh, Michael Ironside, William Shatner, and Lee Grant. And Ironside's like this real big creep. You know, okay. you know Ironside. If you've seen him. He's okay. in Total Recall. Okay. He's okay. The main bad yeah. guy. You yeah. Can't chase yeah. His down. No, there's a lot. But if you Halloween Two is the bigger one of the bunch. Okay. The yes. Halloween movie we just get So yes. we can do Halloween Two if you want instead of, uh, or we can do Hospital Masquerade. You pick.
1: Let's do the big one first. And then we'll I mean, we can't do X-ray. it. You pick
0: it. Pick it. It's a- Hospital Master AK X-Ray. It's got two names. It that's sounds it
1: so bad. I have to watch uh, it. It's, it's not
0: that bad. It's it's like. Do you I, have it on DVDs? I have it on Blu-ray. Oh. Actually, it might be a 4K. Which okay. Is really crazy. Well, I have I have Halloween like two on 4K and Phenomenon as well.
1: Well, we got we got the next three things set up. Oh, geez, oh.
0: that's a terrible one. I want to watch. I want to watch. Okay, so we'll do we'll do X-Ray. Fuck. Oh.
1: Listen, you it's a challenge mask. for me, it's a challenge. Extra,
0: hospital masker x-ray. <laughs> Let's done. do it. Done. Let's do it. Thank you yeah. for doing it.
1: Hey, thanks for having me again. Yep. Alright. In the dark of the night, something strange is going on. They ship those bodies. Well, say hello. The dead have risen from the grave.
0: Mister, there's a hundred of those things out there. How many did you say? A hundred.
1: And now the question is how do we get them back into the ground?
0: Bert, Frank, we have a little problem. Four left, ten right. No. Ah. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> it's all over everything. Stupid uh, asshole!
0: Watch your tongue, boy. If you like this job, like this job. i i <laughs> <break. laughs> Medical <laughs> science is baffled. And it's a puzzle, because technically you're not alive. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. Ah! How do you kill something that's already dead?
1: Well, how do I know, Fred? I don't know. Let me think. It's not a bad question, Bert. In that movie, they destroyed the brain to kill him. Is that what they did? The brains. Right. Brains. Larry is nervous. How was your day? The usual crap. The police are confused. Send more cops. It worked in the movie. Well it ain't working now. Bring the movie line? It's not a bad question, Bert not a bad question Bert it's not a bad question Bert the return of the